All right. Okay. Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. I'm your host, Jason McSherry, and I'm glad that you could join us today as we have two guests joining us, Ben Drummond, Vice President of Customer Success, and Chris Scanlon, Senior Technical Analyst from D2 Integrated Solutions. Uh, they're joining the podcast series for to talk a little bit about D2 Integrated Solutions and one very important opportunity that we don't think about as computer users that um, really we need to put a lot more time and thought and energy into. But before we get to that, I was wondering, uh, Ben, Chris, could you just take a minute to talk a little bit about D2 Integrated Solutions and, and what all you do and offer? Yeah, for sure. So D2 Integrated Solutions is a managed IT service provider in York, PA and Willow Grove, PA. Um, we, we specialize in helping small businesses of any industry, vertical, really size even, in uh, leveraging technology resources to drive the efficiency or whatever the objective of their business is. So we have a team of technology engineers that can service uh, business needs from networking to servers, email, cybersecurity, and backup. It sounds like D2 basically does it all when it comes to information technology support. Um, we could probably talk for hours about some of those different things, um, but as I kind of gave a little bit of a, a hint to, there's something specific that we want to talk about today. And as I said, every single person that uses computer probably needs to be thinking about this on some level before, uh, whether it be from a personal standpoint or from a business or organization. Uh, I know that just me personally, you know, and I imagine most of our listeners or anybody else has probably been here at some point or another, but, you know, you've been working on that document or that spreadsheet, finally got that report just the way you want it. Um, you wrap things up for the day, turn your computer back on the next day and realize that you forgot to save it and it's gone. And, you know, that can just like can be completely devastating. Not only did you lose all that time and energy and you got to recreate it, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a huge loss of resources, information, and that's just for one file that you're working on. And, and when you're talking about from a business or an organization, it can be downright devastating. Um, and what happens if you lose all of your files or, or lose access to all of your files? Um, so that's something that probably sounds really crazy, but this could really happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, Jason, I'm, I'm glad that you, you're looking at it from the perspective of an individual using a computer because it sets the stage properly for following the logic of what can then happen when you're talking about the data that's uh, involved in a business setting. So in the, in the setting of an individual using a computer and you talk about forgetting to save a file or accidentally making a mistake, it's a very not ideal scenario. But when you apply that same logic to a widespread you know, business operation, whether it's in any industry, and they rely on their data in order for them to generate revenue and, and sell products or services on a daily basis, the, the cost of losing data is, is horrible. And it's, it's not just a annoyance or um, a slight disturbance to the day. It's, it's a significantly 
damaging impact that the loss of data can cause. So what do you do then to prevent something like that from happening? I mean, obviously we were just talking about from an individual standpoint, the biggest thing to do to remember is, you know, you, you hit the save button to make sure that you saved it before you close it. But that's not really what we're talking about here. This is the possibility that you could lose a lot more information. So what do you do to make sure that you, that doesn't happen? So you, you, you back up your data. Um, it's a very simple term. Most people understand the, the natural definition of what backup is, especially relative to data. Um, but there's, there's obviously additional complexities when you look at it in a business setting within IT. What the simple answer is, you back, up, back it up. So when you're talking about backing it up, what kind of files should be, you be backing up? I know that we talked again about an individual uh, perspective, like when you're talking about your, your report or your spreadsheet or things like that. But when you're talking about it from a, a business standpoint, you probably need to be thinking about that on a larger scale and not just the files that uh, individual users have every day, right? Yeah, that's right. So when we talk about backups, we want to back up any kind of business critical data, things like uh, records of quotes, uh, accounting information, um, any kind of file that losing it would have a negative impact on the business, but it actually goes even further than that. Um, you also want to um, back up the configuration data of your critical infrastructure, um, like your servers or your networking equipment. Um, you also have to think about backing up um, data that is stored online, like through Office 365 in SharePoint or OneDrive, um, back up your emails. Um, really any kind of data that you can think of that is on a computer where losing it would have a negative on your business, you really want to be backing that up. So once you, you do have a, a backup in place, like how often do you need to do that? to make sure that you're, you're covered? And, and what do you need to do to make sure that it's working? I mean, you know, I, I know that when I save a file and I go to open it the next day, it's working, but I could find out really the hard way when I go to open it that, that it didn't work right. How do you make sure that you don't find out the hard way that your backup wasn't working correctly? Um, so for us at D2, um, one of the daily things that we do is go through and check all of our clients' backups and make sure that they perform correctly. Um, in general, we recommend backing up at least once a day. Um, but, you know, for something very critical, maybe you even back up once an hour um, so that you're constantly able to retrieve that data if it were to be lost. Um, and we like to follow a rule called the 321 rule. And this is sort of an industry best practice. Um, for any kind of data. So 321 is for three copies of data on two different storage mediums with one copy uh, offsite. And what we mean by three copies is copy number one is like the one you're working on. Like you have a Word document and you're working out on your, on your computer. So that's copy number one. Um, copy number two would be uh, something on a different storage medium, like backed up to a USB drive or frequently used um, NAS devices. So a network hash storage device, which is kind of like a big hard drive with uh, an internet connection. Um, 
And then your third copy would be your offsite. So you want a copy of that data that's outside of the building um, in case you, know, you have some kind of disaster, uh, power surge, a, a fire, a flood. You know, the, those very rare but devastating incidents, you, you wanna have a copy out of the building so that if something like that were to happen, you can still recover your, your data. Well, that, that is a great point, because that was actually going to be my next question, um, was about where do you keep it? And it makes sense that you should definitely have something off-site, because those types of things can occur. And if everything is, is on-site and there's a, a fire or natural disaster, you're right back to square zero. Um, which, it, Jason, if what, I could add something there, too, that is, is really important. Um, to consider is when we say off-site, another thing that we mean is off of the network. And the reason that we mean that is one of the largest needs for backup in a data setting within a business is relative to cybersecurity. And with, with so many horrible things out there going on um, digitally with, with cyber threats, having a, a backup copy of your data that is off of your internal business's network digitally, not just physically, is critical to a successful cybersecurity strategy. So that's a great point because cybersecurity is, is top of mind right now. I mean, there, we're with everybody working remotely, we've just opened basically Pandora's box for potential issues. Um, mm -hmm. And, but I can imagine that as, you know, as we're talking about this here, the, the other thing that's running through my mind is this has got to be expensive to be able to do, right? Or is, th is this something that, that organizations can really afford? Yes. And it's, it's relative to the, the need, which is dynamic depending on the organizational need. Uh, frequently, we talk about something RPO and RTO, which without getting super fancy is, is kind of asking the question, what type of time frame does your business have for needing to recover potentially lost data? And that, that's where you start to get into differences of pricing because you start to ask yourself questions like, do I need to keep a daily copy or a bi-hourly copy or a weekly copy? which ultimately impacts the volume of storage, which ultimately impacts the price. But at the end of the day, backup can be designed in, in various um, levels to support all different types and sizes of businesses so that a smaller business can find a backup solution that works for it and a larger enterprise business can find a backup solution that works for it. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned about how the, the more information or the more that you back up that it can add to the cost. So then I imagine that's going to bring you to the real question is how much information should I be backing up? Um, you know, for instance, if I've got an old file from 10 years ago that I don't use anymore, is that something that I should be backing up? Um, or is that just adding to my cost uh, to maintain something that I'm probably never going to use again? So we sometimes talk about um, the, the difference between uh, hot storage and cold storage. So 
Think of hot storage as production data that you know we work on on a regular basis that um, we need to have access to um, pretty much instantly. That tends to be more expensive than what we call cold storage, which think of that like a deep freezer for your data, um, where it might take longer to thaw it out, but it's relatively speaking pretty cheap to hang on to it. Um, so that would be for stuff like, oh, I have accounting data from five years ago that maybe I'd like to be able to pull up, but I don't need it right now. Um, like I could ask for it, I can wait a few hours before it's actually ready. Um, so that's one way to control cost as you have growing amounts of data over a long period of time. That's a really good analogy. Um, I, I like that. It kind of really breaks it out as an uh, hot and cold, um, the things that you're accessing and using on a daily basis or regularly versus things that you might need it at some point, but you, you probably don't need to be backing it up all the time. Yeah. So thinking about it from an organizational standpoint, though, what are some best practices that uh, a leadership team or a manager should be taking into account, whether it be for their organization or for their employees to make sure that they're covered and they have appropriate backup systems in place? Sure, the, the, the first and foremost is that three, two, one rule that Chris had mentioned is just uh, critical in designing a proper backup solution from a business setting um, because of those reasons we talked about, whether it be physical or natural disaster or cybersecurity risk, or even just uh, organic accidents. Um, but on, on top of that, an important thing to consider as well is that you have file and snapshot level backup. And the difference there for a business is many businesses have uh, servers or complex IT infrastructure systems that are at the backbone of that business's operation. And with these higher level technical devices, Backup is not just a term used to describe backing up the data running on those devices or running on an individual's computer, but a snapshot of the configuration of a network or a system as a whole. And th this comes into play significantly for businesses that may be trying to recover from hardware failures or uh, having to recreate their IT infrastructure due to some type of disaster. So the, the file and snapshot level backup piece is, is very important. Um, we also, um, as another best practice, ensure that we are always testing backups, um, meaning that as you are creating backups and you're checking to make sure they're running, you're also checking to make sure that you can recover from them. Um, if you're not testing your backups, you don't really know if you have backups or not. You never want to end up in a situation where you're trying to recover from the backup. And since you haven't tested it, you don't know whether or not it's going to work. Um, you never want to be in that situation. So it's very important to always test them and manage them and make sure that they actually are working. Um, you also want to make sure that you are using an established product. Um, so what that means is that you want to use a business grade product that is regularly updated by the company that creates it, um, that has a support line available in case there's ever an issue. Um, really you want 
to use products that have an established history of, of working well. Um, backup is so critical um, to your business operation that you don't really wanna take a gamble using a free tool or um, something unknown. You really wanna to stick to things that are known quantities or are known to work. Sure, and that's a, that's a great point there when we're talking about the things that you should do to make sure that you have that backup. So the natural part of me wants to ask the question, okay, well, what happens if, if you don't? Like what the impact is when they lose their backup or their backup isn't working right? Like how devastating can that be for a business? Yeah, um, it, it's totally devastating, and I'll let I'll let Chris speak to some statistics, but it's it's very dramatic. Hmm. Um, so, a, a quick number to throw out there: um, ninety-three percent of businesses that don't have an in-place disaster recovery plan, meaning like we have planned out how our backups are running and how we would recover um, if we need to use those backups. 93% of companies that don't already have that planned are out of business within a year of a major um, data loss disaster. Wait, did you say 93%? Yes. It's absolutely devastating to a, to a business to completely lose their data and have no plan to come back. Um, it, that is how important backup is. It so, sounds like it's almost like a death sentence for a business if you aren't taking these appropriate steps. I mean, there's a very small, small percentage of recovery there. It really is, yeah. So how does that affect, um, for instance, when, when we hear a lot of times of uh, people that have a compromised system and somebody's trying to ransom their information. How does the backup potentially come into play to help somebody recover from that kind of scenario? Um, so actually, we'll tell a story here. Um, we um, did some work for a manufacturing company that had gotten ransomware. Um, they had tested offsite backups. So they had backups that were off the network, so they weren't compromised and they were testing them, so they were recoverable. Um, it took about two hours to get them back online by rolling back. And to, to add to what Chris said, that's, that's two hours that it took for them to eliminate all of the leverage that the malicious cyber attack had created. Uh, you, you know, you hear so much talk about prevention of ransomware, which is, is very important, and protection is very important, but backup is equally as important because it answers the question of what, what do you do if something happens? And when answered properly, like demonstrated in Chris's story, um, it can be a genuinely legitimate safety net. That's, that's amazing that potentially two hours is all that it took to kind of restore them pretty much back to normal. I mean, you, we've heard stories on the news of, of instances where uh, government 
operations have been shut down for, for days or weeks because of a ransomware. So, so that's absolutely mind-blowing to think that a, a good backup system basically restored that company to working order in two hours. Absolutely. All right. Well, I know that we've, uh, we're starting to come up on our time a little bit here, and uh, I don't want to end up on the note there where we're talking about how devastating it can be to have your data compromised and, and lose everything. So I think we need to, to kind of head into wrapping up on a little bit of a fun note. Um, and I'd like to welcome both of you to what we affectionately call the I Love Yoko or I Heart Yoko Triple Trivia. Um, we have three rapid fire questions that are based off of the YCEA motto of I Love Yoko. And each of those questions kind of focuses on one of those. And I uh, want to get your responses to see what each of you think and feel about those questions. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Here we go. We'll jump right into the first question here. And that's going to focus on the I in I Heart Yoko. So finish this sentence. The superhero or supervillain that I think most is like me is? I'm going to have to go with Iron Man because he uses technology to solve problems. Oh, man. Chris stole the easy one for me there. That's um, hmm, a tough one. I'm going to say, I guess, Batman because you can come in and, and kind of come to the rescue when, when needed, when when the calls come in for support. Not to take anything away from Batman, he had his fair share of uh, technological toys and, and gadgets too to, to save the day. So those are yeah. two perfect answers. We might want to give Iron Man a job if he's out there anywhere. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I, I'm not up to date on the movies, but last I heard, the things did not go well for him in uh, mm -hmm. one of the recent Avengers movies. So... He, he might not be available for employment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two for the heart in the I heart Yoko trivia. Uh, you may know that Yoko is affectionately referred to as the snack food capital of the U.S. And with that in mind, I was curious to know what your favorite Yoko snack is. Um, anything come to mind for, for your favorite Yoko snack? I've got to go with York City pretzels. Delicious. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Perrydell ice cream. <laughs> wow, that's a really good one. I didn't even think about Perrydell ice cream, especially coming up on uh, ice cream season here in the warmer weather. It's perfect timing. Absolutely. Oh, those are good. Good ones. Good ones. All right. Last question for the Yoko in I Heart Yoko, what is your favorite uniquely Yoko activity or tradition? Hmm. I really enjoy uh, the Mud Hook Brewing Company. I like First Friday. First Friday is awesome. Both of those are good and uh, actually can be done at the same time uh, since Mud Hook is right downtown for First Friday. Uh, great answers. Great answers. So, all right. Um, I don't want to hold you guys up to anything more. So I want to appreciate, uh, say thank you again for taking some time to join us today, Ben, Chris, 
we appreciate you talking a little bit about backup and the importance of that for whether it be from an individual standpoint all the way up to the larger scale for business and organization. Uh, looking forward to having you back again on the podcast series uh, in the very near future here. We've got a couple more topics on the, on the schedule. And anything that you'd like to close out with before we sign off? No, it was, it was great. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Ben. Thank you, Chris. Take care. Have a good one. You as well. Okay, we are good. Nice. Sweet.